We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode 194. Good gracious. (laughs) And tonight we are talking about... The Last Jedi. That's right. The the newest Not installation the of the Star Wars um, anthology and, quite frankly, the most divisive film we've seen in a long time. Um, we'll get to um, we'll get to that in just a minute. But I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Force time gets way better reception than Skype Jimison. <laughs> <laughs> yes it does yeah you know force time instead of facetime got it okay gotcha cool corny i bet porgs taste like chicken logan burn this mother down i will <laughs> <laughs> and see as for those of you who of course listen to the show more than once usually i try to make a, a funny food reference for corny it was either that or um the milk reference with the thing but I couldn't make that sound funny without it being incredibly gross. So I just nipples. I, I have milk me if you can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it came out like green, and it was in his beard, and like, ew, like, and he just drank it. You know, like we don't even do that with cows. Ugh. Ah. Pasteurized it. Did you say the force pasteurized it? Lou said. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> and Sam always licks white substances on the ground vector. Why would would you not? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you just go? I don't know. I, I've got some white powder here, Opie, that I need you to try. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that cop trope where you just stick your finger in and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cocaine. Yep. Like that. Why would that soldier just decide to lick the ground? Oh, it's salt. Why do we need to know moment. that? Even I. Even even I. In that moment, I was like, "What? What? what really? No one does that." They. They. they, they <laughs> and that dude's like. <laughs> his buddy's like. Wait, did you, are you? Did you just lick some blood? No, no, I mean I thought it was salt. Right? Nah, you thought it was blood. Like, it's just weird. It, the whole thing is weird. I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, whatever. Uh, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this. This is the Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and I'm super excited to talk to you about this. This no, movie. Not. No, look I am. How, I'm look how unexcited you are. No, I, I am. Standing there. I am still, of course, fighting. A, I am fighting a cold. So if I cough a lot or you hear me disappear in the middle of a sentence, it's because I've hopefully gotten to the cough button fast enough. Um, uh, so I'll first off and say, welcome back, Corny. We missed you for mm-hmm. the month of December. Um, but hey, you're a busy dude. We get it. Uh, so we're glad to have you back. This is 2018. Holy shite. We're already in 2018. And I am, um, 
I definitely thought I'd be dead by now. <laughs> I, I the... should be. I'm actually kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of upset that death's not doing its job. Oh. <laughs> it needs to step up its game, huh? You lazy mother. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually... Snowfall in Burlington. Mm. Wait, what? Snowfall in Burlington. There's like it, it's there's snow, there's snow it's like there's snow in Charleston, which is southeast of us, and they've got like seven no inches of snow. But here it's just cold. There I am. But um, Matt, it make me like there's there's got to be a joke about Clemson can't even get snow or something like that. You know, there's there's got to oh, be a joke poor, in there. Poor Clemson. No, oh, whatever. It's fine. Um, I don't. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm I'm not bitter. I actually am not. Um, anyway, so yeah, this movie, yes. Andrew, if you will please tell us what is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. In case you haven't seen a TV or a commercial or been on Facebook or IMDb in the last or year. Taco Bell or Burger King, right? Or getting a Happy Meal or the shelves at Walmart or <laughs> billboards or commercials on TV <coughs> or. Yes. All right, well, Sean's back. All of those things. Sean's back. You. <laughs> well, you know, while you were sleeping, we took trimmers and yeah. did a little uh, sketch in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is getting weird. Creepy, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it more as art. Stan was trying to yeah, thing, but that. I, I was trying not to make it look like a penis, but it was hard not to. <laughs> well, to we, hard. <laughs> oh, my lord all right the last jedi uh i apologize if you hear my stomach gurgling i'm gonna hold the microphone as close as i can to my gut awesome yeah. it's gonna sound all like right. a murloc right <laughs> i was just thinking that oh, that's, that's actually like a turkey call <laughs> right so month of star wars Ray develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares for battle with with the First Order. And there you are. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. You ended that like almost as if it was a question. Yeah. All right. Well, I, for, I for a very long time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Um, all right. So, so where do we start with this? Because, so, so here's an interesting thing that doesn't usually happen. So usually when you get movies like this, these um, kind of fandom niche kind of movies, usually you go to like Rotten Tomatoes and the critics don't like it. It's like 50%, 60% on that, but the fans love it, right? Like, like Justice League is like that. Like Justice League, the the critics are like sixty percent, but the fans are like eighty percent. Woo! You know things like that. This movie is opposite. Its critics are like yeah, ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and fans are like fifty one percent. It's only because it's Star Wars. I'm sorry, I literally it's coughed true. when you said that. It's because of what? Star Wars. Star Wars fans are crazy. That is correct. Like. That is very correct. Um, mm-hmm. The, the, you know, fan obviously stands for fanatic and yep. Star Wars fans are that they are fanatics. Um, I, and I, I'm c- sure we'll, we'll get into it in, in this episode in terms of 
some of the complaints that fans have that I, I just think might be a little unwarranted. I, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to, too, and... Uh, no, you're not. Hush. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that's fair, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> boy, this, this 2018 Sam is a little bit more sassy than normal. It's just yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh. I'm tired. I Registration day was today, so it was wild at the college. So yeah, you're grumpy and hangry. You know, I get I'm it. hangry, grumpy. Dog won't stop barking. My wife has bronchitis, and my kid keeps getting me up during the night screaming that she's having nightmares. Oh, that sucks. Ooh. Well, I mean, it would help if I didn't beat on her windows. And, you know, <laughs> Stand outside dress, her bedroom. Dress with up a, in big black with cloaks and with a, run with a, through the room. You're, you're but, doing oh, the... You know, <coughs> I wouldn't be a father if, uh, you know, if you didn't do fatherly things like that. I... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're joking, but, like, I, I see Facebook photos of, like, people that put on scary masks to scare their oh, kids God. just... I hate that. Yeah. I really do. I don't know why. Like, I know. let's let the yeah, poor let's, kids. I know, right? Like, you're gonna probably as an adult screw your kid up enough. Like, we don't need to have this. <laughs> like, this is probably why so many people are scared of clowns is because they did a, a, a dumb clown thing when they were five and scared them, and now they're scared of clowns. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Clowns are just creepy, anyway. I mean, they are. It's weird. I don't know. Something about not quite being a mascot. But yet, seeing the person's eyes, sure, it's just you know. Right. Well, it's like the painted smile on their face, and it's like not know. quite a mascot, not quite a man. Is that a book or something? Uh, that, that does sound like a book. There you actually. go. Yeah, that that sounds right. I don't know why it just made me think about this, but like in South Carolina, you can't cover your face with a mask if you're under the age of eighteen. It's illegal. What? Yeah, seriously. It's if an action. under the age of 18? Yeah. So oh, like, shit. oh, shit. Spider-Man in trouble then. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, Well, actually, he's fine because he's still like in high school. So like at Halloween, kids can't dress up as Iron Man. Kids can. As long as you're under 18, you're fine. Oh, you said, okay. That's yeah. the opposite. So I thought like, you, said, you said under 18. I was like, damn. Yeah, you so can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did say that. You can if you're under the age of 18. You can't if you're older than 18. I said it wrong. You're right. So like the exception are literally mascots. The, the university mascots, they have the exception. That's yeah. it. Well, well, question. How do you become a superhero in South Carolina? What? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask answer your question with a question. What in South Carolina is worth saving? Uh, <laughs> there's, some, there's some good eating places. Tr- Charleston? Charleston has really, really good seafood. So I, I have long said this. As a, as a North Carolinian, anyone who's listening to the show is from South Carolina. I'm sorry. I, I am. But as a North Carolinian born and raised, we're kind of taught to hate South Carolina. And the playground where you spent most of your days. I did. <laughs> um, that was actually a question on HQ Trivia tonight, was what city was Will Smith from? Um, oh, I thought you were going to say, what's worth saving in South Carolina? <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, we need to get away from that. I'm afraid I'm going to piss more people off tonight. We already are with this show tonight because I'm pretty sure that some people are going to disagree with me. Um, yeah. And I don't really care um, because you're wrong. Uh, you don't know. I, I, you, you and I might. I think actually, you and I are going to agree on a lot of things. Honestly, yeah, I think so too. Um, so we'll gonna, do. We'll kind of stick to best pals tonight, Sean. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's actually going. I think it's going to be you and I versus. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't spoken to Corny about this movie at all, or Andrew. So I, I have no idea where your your heads are at when it comes to this movie. So let's find out, shall we, Andrew? 
What is your initial impression, thoughts, as we always do at this part of the episode, after we've bantered for useless 15 minutes? Okay. I went and saw this movie twice. I saw it once by myself um, because, let's face it, I had to make sure it was okay for my kids to see. So (laughs) I had to go see it ahead of time. So within the span of, I don't know, within the span of 12 hours. Oh, gosh, really? 15 hours. I saw it twice. Yeah. Um, So I went at like 10 at night and then I went at like 8 the next morning. So, But anyway, um, (laughs) it was uh, it was a good experience, especially the first time because I was in the theater almost by myself. There was like one other person in there. And um, that's actually impressive. Yeah, uh, for that time of, well, it was 10 p.m., but still, it's not that late. Um, So I went in with high expectations because I really, really liked The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, well, we'll talk about that later. It's up there uh, on my list of Star Wars films. So I went in with really high expectations. I came out. Not, I don't want to say I was disappointed. I, maybe, maybe a little with some aspects, but I just mm-hmm. came out, no pun intended, lukewarm to this. <laughs> I think that was pun intended. <clears throat> it, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it didn't go over some things that I wanted it to go over. It, I felt like it wasted some characters. Um, and I, and I've talked to several people that disagree with me on those things, but there were some really nice moments uh, when Yoda shows up out of the middle of nowhere. I was, I got a little and real Yoda, not yeah, actual, back- yeah, yeah, and not only oh. actual puppet Yoda, Frank Oz voiced puppet Yoda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and great. even my kids when I took them the you know the following morning. That was the moment where they were like, it's Yoda, it's Yoda. Like, they got really excited, and I was like, I know. Um, And so there were things that I really enjoyed, and then there were things that I kind of wish they would have done a different way. But I think that the reason I feel that way is because of all the fan theories that I read, which maybe I shouldn't have done, Mm. uh, that kind of got my hopes up for some things. Maybe. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. There, well, and there's, I feel like there's about, well, there's a few wasted scenes I feel like that kind of drug on. Um, mm-hmm. The casino stuff, I felt like that was not really needed. Or, I mean, it was needed, sort of, but it could have been done a different way. And there were, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there were some things that shouldn't have been in the movie that were, and some things that I wish would have been explored that weren't. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, you said something, and it triggered a thought, and I was going to say before Corny was going to go, and now I've lost it. Damn. Oh, expectations. That's what it was. It was the fan theory. That's one of my, my theories of why people didn't like it is because the outcome was not one of the fan theories. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's what pissed people off because no one had the theory. This is a spoiler. Well, I should have said this before. This is a spoiler episode, you know, guys. We're oh, gonna yeah. we're gonna spoil the, the hell out of this thing. Oh, um, yeah. I, I think people because they wanted Ray's Ray's parentage to be part of the tree, right? Because in this universe, in this galaxy of Star Wars, you were either a Palpatine or a Skywalker, and that's it. There's no one else. There's no one else in the universe that matters. You're either a Palpatine or a Skywalker. And because she isn't part of that branch, that tree, I think that's what made people pissed. Now, do we agree that Kylo Ren, what he said, and we believe in what he said is true? I don't know. But he said it in the movie, so. Yeah. Okay, Corny. Check that was. Down, I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 go ahead. Okay. I'm never sure if this thing is working. Uh, <laughs> so, because uh, of theories and other stuff like that, I read nothing about this movie prior to seeing it. Oh, I avoided everything smart. that I possibly could. I didn't look up shite. Um, all I knew is that Luke Skywalker was in it. That's only because I saw previews. And even then, I was hesitant to watch previews. Because I didn't want, you know, so uh, I, I went in completely uh, with, without expectation. And I will say, probably like a lot of people, I actually will say disappointed. And maybe that's my first initial reaction because I expected more because it's Star Wars and I expected explosions and death and, and or, you know, stormtrooper, stormtrooper death. And we got all that, but what we, God, this time around was a rather bleak outcome for the resistance, and I think better story uh, overall. So, like Andrew, uh, I had to go see it first before I, before I could tell my son could see it. It's getting a lot easier because uh, it's getting <laughs> older. So it's like eh, I'm pretty sure it's fine. So, uh, but on the second viewing, it was much better. And I've read from other people that the second viewing made it much better. And I don't know why that is. And I guess something we can talk about. Um, but for the most part, this, uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, this uh, installment. And um, I really just, I, 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 again, on second viewing, things were so much better. And, you know, I caught some things that I didn't the first time, which is great. And um, I want to leave this uh, last thought. Um, Since uh, since Yoda called down lightning and destroyed Mm -hmm. a tree, that's that's a that's a dark side power. Oh, hey, yeah. And I thought, I guess if you're balanced, then you would actually use both light and dark. But I mean, you know, you can't just call lightning and it'd be okay. Um, yeah. Well, you know what to say. It's it's strong enough for a Jedi, but pH balanced for a pH <laughs> balanced. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, Yoda. He, it's in the canon. You know, if it's in the movie, so right, Attack of the Clones. He's able to absorb the Force lightning from Dooku and then throw it back at him. So I mean, he. I, I, we've only seen Sith people use Force lightning. 
um, as a weapon. We've not seen a Jedi, but the fact that Yoda was able to kind of manipulate nature from beyond the grave, um, I don't particularly think that's a Sith power. Um, I just think it just shows how how super badass he was that he's he's dead for <laughs> 30 years and still can summon force stuff. So, uh, so yeah, that thing. So I was like the only person that I've, I've talked to after that that was like, how did they do that with Jedi? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, certain Jedi with the same power can literally just be like, I'm not dead anymore, and then come back. Literally. <laughs> yeah. um, see see so Darth Maul. They can, yeah, literally can just go, no, nah, I'm not dead anymore. I'm coming back. Um, and with that being said, I, when he showed up, I was like, huh, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was still dead, but could still do stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe he just has really good timing. Yeah, maybe it was just a coincidence. <laughs> he just looked up and closed <laughs> his eyes and lightning just happened to strike the tree that Luke was going to set fire. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, he set that mofo on fire. <laughs> you know, he was a little bit he was a little bit nuts at the end of the last movie when he died, so I think it's probably a good chance that Yoda is just off his rails. Oh, I'm sure of it. That is true. Like, he was shocking people while he's dead, and he came back. And he was coming to get Luke, and <laughs> he's probably just... been doing that for for thirty years now. He's just showing up and like harassing like Obi Wan, an and... assassin. Yeah, but he's crazy. It's like uh, hell when people get dementia. Yeah, I mean, he was nine hundred <laughs> years old. He's just. Hmm, I think I'm gonna set that on fire. Lightning. He's like your racist grandpa, and you're just kind of like, oh, grandpa, stop. <laughs> oh, grandpa. <laughs> You just kind of say, bless his heart. He's from a different time. <laughs> Anything else, Corny? A different time. A different time. It was 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't. Do I have that? I don't know. It was a different time. Oh, God. Now she's upstairs barking. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a different time. Yeah, it was, Chad. Thank you. Oh, oh Chad. Take her. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I wonder if we can get Chad to like force return from the grave. I'm sure we're good. Uh, in fact, I bet you Sam could probably even Photoshop some glue, glue, blue, glowy stuff all over him. Some glue, blowy. Yeah, glue, blowy stuff. Whatever that is, <laughs> it's more of that you white powder you're finding on the ground. I think you have to. Uh, Tastes like salt. Find some, you know, breasts on the side of a cliff and milk it. I get that. <laughs> That's that seal thing was just laying there, like, hey, come here. He's like, ah, oh, time for my daily milking. <laughs> I need some milk and uh, you gotta hope. Why did we both give him a male voice? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, it had weird. to be just the way he was sitting there. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, he was like. The, I mean, he probably had his hand. He had his hand in his pants. Before, yeah, the uh, Bundy. What thanks was for, his name? Thanks for noticing, Ed, Ed Bundy. Yeah. I about said Ted Bundy. That's not right. Ed Bundy. You know, that's a whole different show. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a different movie. Uh, anything else you got, Corny? Uh, yeah, and I really like the part where uh, Luke had learned to fly his ship in that arcade game, and uh, the, you know, he, oh, the last starfighter, and, and the, the aliens came down and, yeah. and made him a, a space commander. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that movie <laughs> yeah, for this yeah, show. That so was pretty bad. impressive. I was going to start off with that, and I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> Anytime you can get um, a, a last. Whatever I just said, the last Starfighter reference. I'm, Starfighter. I'm I'm great with that. I have that on Blu-ray, by the way. My other option was the Last Dragon, but I didn't know if anybody knew that. Uh, 
No, didn't we add that to the pod to the list for a little bit? Yeah, if you if you can find it, it's a it's worth the watch. The last dragon is that a Bruce Lee story? No. Oh no, it's a it's no. a black poison black poison black exploitation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh dear. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's 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 magical. It's the worst. It's, it's basically like a music video with kung fu. Oh, nice. <laughs> Right, corny. Like it's kind of accurate. Uh, yeah, kind of like uh, uh, the main character's name is Bruce Leroy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome in that aspect. All right, cool. You get anything else? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm, no, I'm, no, it's fine. It's fine. I want to make sure everybody gets their say. Sam. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, sit right back, folks, and hear a tale—a tale of a young man. Throwing a dog out a window who, who keeps barking. Who was the young man in this scenario? Because this is uh, definitely a fairy not tale. Me anymore. An old man yelling at kids to get off his yard. <laughs> okay, I was going to say you're. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're still a young man. What is hip? I I am a bit like Andrew, where I went and saw it. Um, I saw it by myself the first time, and then Chad and I went and saw it uh, the second time, and I saw it several weeks after, and so it had a little bit of time to to stew in my mind, and kind of like. Uh, Corny and Andrew, I was a little disappointed um, in uh, the, the very first time. Um, I really could have cared less about um, the B story with Finn and Rose and the, the casino. Yeah. I, I wanted to get away from that because to me that felt like too much like the prequels. The, the, the look of it, the... Um, I'm hearing echoes. Yeah, what am I hearing? Is it a TV on or something? <laughs> what is that? The apocalypse? What is that? What is what? Are you watching something? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's so weird. It's literally like we're getting another, like... It's another podcast. We're, we're, we're popping in with another podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, something is playing outside of my door. I no, it's fine. Out. I was just we. Yeah, someone someone literally just said something about the apocalypse. We've had some strange uh, audio tonight. So, um, but anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, too much like the prequels. It was. I thought the whole, and I hate to say it, the little political side of you know profiteering and especially the kind of trying to make you feel sorry for the little cat horses. Um, I thought that was a little too much for Star Wars. Um, and and I'm gonna you know I'll be down a little bit on the movie and 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 it'll seem like I don't like it but but it's still Star Wars and I love it but there are some problems just like every other Star Wars movie there's there's certainly some problems they desperately do too much explaining in this movie I think it could have uh, I could have been cut by thirty minutes and still been a, a good movie um, and um, you know. The complaints about how it, no, it didn't go anywhere, um, I, I kind of have to disagree only with the character development, especially on the A story side with uh, Ray and um, what's his name? Shirtless uh, McGee. Luke. Shirtless McGee. Um, and, uh, oh, you mean, okay, yeah, and, her, her and, and uh, that Kyla. side of the thing. Uh, and, the, and the captain of the ship, whatever his name was, Luke, Lou, Stu, no, the General uh, Hugs? Flyboy. Oh, um, Poe, Poe Dameron. Poe, yeah. Um, I agree with, 
I think Andrew that mentioned that I think Finn was wasted in this movie. Not that he was drunk, but just his character didn't do much yeah. in terms of character development. He's still the same person we knew last time. Um, and, and what we have in these new sequels is, you know, J.J. Abrams set us up perfectly with The Force Awakens in terms of giving us something we recognize and love and just tweaking it just a little bit. Because honestly, it was the same story as New Hope. Right. Yeah, um, it was a rehash. Right. Hope. Yeah. So, and, and that's why everybody loves that. What? Um, what's his name? Cecil du, Demille. What's uh, the the guy who directed this one? Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, Cecil um, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Gotcha. Yeah. He he kind of took our expectations and kind of turned it on its head a little bit. Um, there's still some familiarity that some familiarity there, you know, right? We, the the Empire Strikes Back it was certainly a dark part in the original series. Um, this is a very dark part in this series, and but yet he gave us some twists and turns. Uh, I fully did not expect um, Craterhead to die in this movie. You know, oh, I, General I, uh, I, Lord uh, Supreme Commander Lord. Snoke. Yeah, yeah, Snoke. Um, Snape, uh, yeah, whatever his name is. Um, nope. I did not expect that, and that was a. Did, I, I know your 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 shtick is you don't know the names of things, but like you say, you're a Star Wars fan. You don't know any of these characters. You're killing me over here. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> um, but anyway, I did not see that coming, and that was a wonderful little twist. Um, and uh, I really. As much as he's annoying, I love um, Kylo Ren's character. Um, he's fascinating. You know, he's got all this power, but it's like all in the body of a of a moody four year old. I um, mean, that is scary as hell. Um, especially, especially those of us who have four year olds. Yeah. Know that, uh-huh. right? So, um, I, I'm, you know, I've heard a lot of complaints about how they almost tried to make it a little too Star Trekky. Um, well, in terms of explaining too much and too much uh, space travel and things like that. And there's some some gaping holes you could put in the plot um, that would help you out, um, such as why don't they just uh, uh, light speed just in front of the, you know, put a, a uh, what should I call a it? A Star Destroyer? Why don't they just light speed to the front? Thank you, Star yeah, yeah, and then and then wait for him to come, and then yeah, you know, last him out of the sky that way. Yeah, it's it's um, a little white Bronco ish, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's like you know they're playing with him, but I think with J.J. Abrams coming to 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 finish up this trilogy um, and do Episode Nine, I do not think his little mystery box items are completely shelved. I think Ray's parents will still count. Um, I think Kylo was lying to her. And there's a possibility that uh, Professor Snape is not dead, that the snake did not inject him with poison and uh, kill him. <laughs> you've, um, you've crossed over into a different movie. Hold on, we got we got to reel you back. Oh, so sorry. we're in Star Wars, not Star, uh, not Harry Potter. Uh, okay, yeah. um, I I still think he might not be dead. Uh, well, there's pre- and there's precedent I, for that. What's that? There's precedent there's again. Precedent. Again, yeah. Darth Maul and was I, cut in half and then is still alive. Or yeah, sort of. And to to address, you know, another complaint in the room, um, 
maybe not by one of us, but how new force, uh, what would you call them, talents? Mm -hmm. uh, new force uh, abilities. Yeah. Abilities, thank you. Yeah. They were introducing new force stuff every single movie um, in the original trilogy. Yeah. So yeah, um, I have no it. problem whatsoever. In fact, I think it makes it even better that they can do Skype across the universe and, you know, lightning from dead people. And um, what else happened in this? I, I'm okay with force projecting Luke himself. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, because they talked about it and there's a repercussion of it. Yeah, there was That's, a cost. You know, there's a reason why you can't do it all the time. To me, that was the best part of the movie. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I saw Kylo Ren pull back his foot and you could see the red soil, and then you saw uh, Luke kind of shuffle a little bit and there was nothing there, I was like, ooh. Yeah, something they're doing this. Something's going, something's going, on. going on here. Yeah. I was going to say, um, for me, I didn't notice that per se, but... Um, I, because of just reading Star Wars like comics, um, kind of some stories that I knew Jedi could force essentially do that, and I thought, oh, it's very, it's very uh, special of him to have trimmed up everything to go and fight, right? And I thought, what is it? well, he, why would he do that? There would be no point in that. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, a thing that actually really um, tripped me or alerted me to the fact that uh, that that is indeed a prediction um, was after the the barrage which was awesome by the way uh, he just walks out and dusts off his shoulder and I was like alright Jedi can deflect lasers but they can't deflect that yeah he wasn't there Corny, that, that was a very Dragon Ball Z moment wasn't it yes it was like and all they I needed was, was like <laughs> cartoon like lines coming off of off of uh Kylo Ren as he's <laughs> staring, waiting for the dust to clear, and then he walks out and, you know. Uh, I mean, that was such a Vegeta move. It was. That was a pitch. Yeah. The, and it's funny because my moment in that was when my first moment of what is going on is when he shows up in the back door of the base. He just shows up. And I'm like, mm -hmm. he didn't have a transport. Did he pull his X-Wing out of the water again? And then just shake it off and then fly to a planet he didn't know where they were. Um, and then on the way, he had R2 give him a haircut. Like, um, And so then the question is, why did he give himself a haircut and a beard trim? And the explanation that I've seen is that that was what he looked like the last time Ben saw him. Yeah. And so he wanted oh, to yeah. make sure that he was recognized to Ben totally as, recognized. As, as Luke. Because if he comes in as this old weird hermit, he might not recognize him. Um, it it also does one thing. I'll say this, and maybe the force projection can kind of maybe because he's obviously not leaving footprints, but maybe there's still mass there enough that wouldn't Kylo sense him? Shouldn't he have no, sensed him? It's a Jedi mind trick. He literally makes him believe it's there. Yeah, and so that's the question: Is he literally yeah. Jedi mind tricking everyone there? It, it yeah. looks like it. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably why he kills him. Yeah. Which is why Leia didn't know that he wasn't there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, anything else, Sam? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's there's some other things I'd like to to, to touch on. Maybe yeah, we later. can explore a lot of different things. Um, yeah. Well, so maybe yeah. a lot, but Sam, that's illegal in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Do um, what? I said that's illegal in North Carolina. I can't just touch on anything. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, well, you can still run for office in Louisiana. Well, unless you're a senator from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wow. From Alabama. You both right. made the joke just saying it's at the wrong state. Um, I love it. Um, so, uh, okay, so here, here I go, right? Um, I flippin' loved it. I did. I sent Sam a text seconds after I walked out of the theater saying I flippin' loved it. Now, I, unlike everyone else here, I've only seen it one time. But I didn't – all three of you said you were disappointed. I wasn't at all. I loved it. Now, again, I'm not – again, I love Star Wars. People say, well, you're just a Trek fan. Yes, I love Trek. Trek is – this is my example. This is my analogy. Trek is my children and Star Wars are my cousins, my, nep- my niece and nephews. Right? Well, I don't have a nephew. My nieces. Like, I love them, but Trek, but Trek is my kids, right? So it's, it's family, just – not my, not my kids, right? So I, I think that's fair. So, so with that being said, and I, so I if, if you were if you were watching The Good Son, and Macaulay Culkin is in one hand, and and that's Star Wars, and uh, Elijah Woods in the other hand, hanging over a cliff, and that the, one is Star Trek. You would hold on to Elijah and let poor Macaulay Culkin con- splatter on the rocks below. I'm confused. What's happening? What the, did you just give me the whole? Green Goblin, Spider-Man must choose thing. Oh, have you never seen The Good Son? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Um, Old 90s movie, I guess. Okay, sorry. I, I, no, I have not seen it. Um, <coughs> sorry. Anyway, so, like, yeah, there are things that, that kind of bothered me in the movie, but there's a lot of stuff that didn't and things that re- really piss people off, like how all of a sudden Leia has force powers. No, not all of a sudden. She's always had force powers. Mm-hmm. And it's in the it's in it's canon, right? So in Empire Strikes Back, Luke leaves, and and Ghost Obi Wan says to Yoda, "He was our last hope." And Yoda says, "No, there is another." Saying, mm-hmm. "If Luke dies, we have another Skywalker, another Force user who could defeat the Emperor, putting her at the same level as Luke." Now she goes on in a career of military and politics, and therefore does not you know, hone her craft. But for all we know, for the last 30 years, she's been secretly, you know, Wikipediaing how to be a Jedi. I don't, we don't know. So, well, and, and I saw it explained as a, a parent who sees their child being crushed by a car and suddenly can lift the car yeah. and pull the child out. Corny knows all you about know, that. It was, it was really, what did you say? I said, Corny knows about that. Uh, sorry, what did I miss? The, the 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 adrenaline that a mother can have for their child. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. my mom lifted the back of a minivan, so that's a Whoa. thing. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we were not necessarily in danger, but the van was in danger of being messed up, and she was really mad at us that we didn't do what she said. <laughs> it would have been helpful. Oh, no. you've, to- you've told me this, yeah. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It would have been so, handy to have her there, Corny, the day I dropped the van on your foot. Yeah, you know, I think about that from time to time and realize <laughs> how lucky we are with that. <laughs> how lucky I I still have a foot. Yeah, I literally uh, dropped a minivan on his foot, and the because the way he was sitting, his foot was sideways. The sole of his uh, New Balance shoe literally kept the weight of the van off of his foot. <laughs> you are lucky, right? What, like, a great, what a great commercial for New Balance. No kidding. I'd say, um, but but there's precedent in the real world, and you know we knew Leia had powers. We and didn't. again, there was a consequence. There was a cost to that. Yep. She was laid up in the hospital for a couple of hours. Um, 
days, I would think. Well, we don't we don't know. We don't have a concept of time here. Uh, everything parsecs. Yeah, that's one thing that kind of annoyed me is like, and um, again, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I've been told that like Game of Thrones kind of got real bad with this in the last season, where it's like people are traveling, absolutely great distances in, in short. Yeah. Speed. yeah, so like, it it seemed weird that they were able to go across to the other side of the galaxy and then get back, even after having a foot chase on horse dogs and getting arrested and then meeting. Um, Del Toro, the the collector, and and then getting back on all while things are still just kind of white broncoing there. So that was a little <laughs> weird. The casino scene didn't bother me at all. I actually liked it because it had a point, and I don't think people get the point. And I'm not saying you guys didn't like it because you don't get it. I'm not saying that. I don't. And I don't want to put like a pull like an interstellar. Well, if you don't get it, you didn't like it because you didn't get it. No, I'm not saying that. What I feel like. I'm using my emotion words. What I feel like is that the point of the of the of the uh, casino scene was one to get us off the spaceship because there's only three storylines, right? You've got the the Ray storyline, the Finn storyline, and then the Poe storyline. And we needed to get off the spaceship, so we went to this colorful planet. And they kind of we've never explored really anything other than the military when it comes to the universe in, in Star Wars, right? Like they go to a planet. And everything's shit, right? Like, everywhere they go, it's just awful. And here's this luxurious casino, and it kind of actually answered a question of, where do the rebels, do they have engineers building X-Wings? No, they have to buy them. There are people that are warmongers that make weapons, and they sell them to both the First Order and the rebels, because, like, <coughs> they always seem to have ships and things. Like, where did you get them? Um, so... But I also think that's part of your Star Trek base. That that's that's yeah, maybe. putting that in, that thought. You know, it, I don't need to. It, I I don't care where they get them from. It's just they have them. Yeah, and it's, it's supposed kind of, it's supposed to add just another layer of of nuance to yeah. to the to the galaxy that there are there are other bad people in the world in the galaxy that aren't just shooting lasers at the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's little little munchkin people that stick quarters into uh, robots. Right. Um, but the other point of that was to to spread the rebellion, right? It's to, it's to spread hope to these kids. I mean, you saw the, the very end scene is this little force-wielding kid sweeping in the barn. And, and I think that the next movie is going to be a passage of time. Now... Carrie, I've heard that too. Yeah, they're Carrie, gonna have to with Princess Leia, even though they had about three chances to kill her off in this movie. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, people said that this had like the Lord of the Rings ending kind of thing, like they didn't know how to end it um, with her. <laughs> but which it was, you know, it was it was a little touching though. I, I, speak, I'm sorry, and I know we weren't kind of past this moment, but as soon as they fired that, uh, the, I guess torpedo or whatever missile. Mm-hmm. And it hits the bridge. Yeah. And everybody gets pulled out. And I was like, oh, I'm, I audibly gasped. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, no, they killed her. They yeah. didn't kill Malaya. Right. Because I totally figured, I was like, that's how they did it. That's how they're going to, or, you know, that's how but, she's going. But here's the thing. They had, and then she kept coming back. Well, she, they had filmed, <laughs> they had wrapped production after she, she, the movie was in the can when she died. Yeah. It had been already done. They were yeah. just doing post production stuff. So, Every scene of her is her. There is no, 
oh, we're going to do a Rogue One bit, right? Like, it's all her. Right, right. Yeah. And so, so what you, that's really great. So, and, and also, J.J., in the original script he started working on, she was in the, the, the last movie a lot. She's featured heavily. So the fact that since Carrie Fisher's yeah. died, a lot of people think are, are thinking, again, total rumors. So if it doesn't happen, expectations are going to get dashed again. That the open the third movie is going to open with like her funeral or something, like you need to, you need to have a story for why Senator General Organa is no longer around, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and give her some dignity with it, you know, um, like she, she went out saving other people or something like that. Whether she is killed by the the First Order or she just died because she was old, I don't know. Um, Anyway, that's beside the point. Other oh, stuff that, wait. but anyway, so I again the casino part didn't bother me. It was a little too long, but I you needed some more Finn. I know people also got mad that they basically called it the Boba Fett conundrum when you bring in Phasma and then have her go out like a dork. <laughs> um, yeah. But then Boba Fett did the same thing. So I mean, is that is that just a Star Wars thing where? You, oh, you, well, at the same time, Boba Fett actually didn't die from the Sarlacc pit. Well, we don't. Yeah, he crawled no, out, right? We yeah, he got out. Well, we don't know that <laughs> because because the stories written about that aren't canon. Wait, I thought that one was kept as canon. Mm-mm. None of the books in the in the Star Wars universe were kept canon after Star Disney bought it. Oh, yeah. damn it! The only things that are canon are the Clone Wars series and the new Star Wars Rebels show. So we don't know. Now, if they make a movie of him doing stuff afterwards, great. But as of now, he's he's still there, as far as we know. Dying slowly like, for a thousand years. Adjusting for a thousand years. Yeah. Which, wouldn't he just die of starvation long before that? I mean, like, what does it matter? Maybe he eats the, the, the monster. Oh. Well, I guess you got to right. do what you got to do to survive. Um but like the same thing happened to to Django Fett, right? Here's Django Fett got a jetpack and a thing, and he in the, the in the movie we were introduced to him, he gets his head chopped off like a bitch to by uh, Sam Jackson. So when people yeah. are getting mad at Phasma, it's like this is not new to Star Wars, guys. Like you know that, right? Like, and of course the argument's like, well, why can't all stormtroopers have her cool armor that actually deflects lasers? Um, which yeah. is kind of fun. It makes sense. Maybe maybe it's a special metal. Probably too expensive. Can, you know. Um, it's kind of like all the French officers got the special hats. Right. Adamantium. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, or vibranium or something. Um, and I actually don't think she's dead, honestly. I think she's going to come back. Because oh, they really? didn't... She just fell yeah. down a big th- gaping... Okay. Going to light speed into the ship was the coolest single moment of the film yeah. like because they go silence it was so cool now my only problem is is that Laura Dern what took you so long to come up with that decision did you have to watch seven or eight of your little ship things die well my again this is poking holes at this movie why did they pile on one of the smaller ships including maybe some food or not food fuel and then have the big ship do that if they knew it was going to yeah. dismantle or, or disable that ship. Well, the, the whole point was because they were masking their, their, they were basically cloaked from their sensors and then Del Toro showed them how to, you know, shoot them. So 
so that was weird. But like, why does why does Finn's little ship, the little piece of shit thing that he was flying, have light speed, but those transports don't? Mm-hmm. Like, I know the nearest planet is whatever, but can't just go to light speed, right? Why can't we do that? I don't. I don't know. There's there's some th- those types of things that are problems in the movie, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And and my other kind of problem is this movie is supposedly like. Hours, if not just days after the fall of Starkiller Base, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, when they were on that base, when they were on their planet, they had a lot of people and a lot mm-hmm. of material. And, like, it seemed like they got real small real fast. I mean, basically, the entire rebellion or resistance is now on the Millennium Falcon. I mean, there's, like, 14 people. Yeah. Um. So, Corny, you're not kidding when you say bleak. I mean... Empire Strikes Back is a ray of sunshine compared to how this movie ends. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Uh, no, I actually didn't mean that. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, other Just when thing. He was Finn-ish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I liked Finn's attack. Okay, so some people didn't like this, and I was cracking up so hard I was in tears at the whole. Uh, still holding for General Hux. We yeah. will crush your weakling rebellion and blah, blah, blah. Oh, still holding for General Hux. Just let me know. I thought that was funny, too. I, I, I didn't hysterical. see a problem with it. Yeah. Some people said that it was too corny or too... Um, for the too, opening. You, you tell those people to kiss my black ass. Right? <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know. I heard that argument, too. The thing that I heard other people talking about was that this Star Wars tried to give... Star Wars fans, what they've been asking for, which is something unexpected. Right. Yes. But but then when we got what was unexpected, we didn't like it. Right. Oh, I gotta yeah. find that yeah. post. And and that's that scene was one of those scenes. You know that wasn't expected by and, me at all. By by but anyone, I, I and that's what made it great. <laughs> but it, and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you, it makes sense to me at this point in time. Just like any other society. The youth get more and more cynical, and here we have, you know, obviously a, a ploy to, uh, to to set up an attack. Sure, I can imagine, you know, uh, 30, 40, 50 years of, of stuff going on, and you've got these younger people taking over things, and I mean, it's kind of like me now with the uh, people I work with and my employees, and, you know, I, I'm thinking of myself when I was... 25 working with somebody it was a little bit more business as needed but now it's you know people talking about memes in the middle of work day as if it's a thing so i could <laughs> i could i could see you know uh this plan will totally work i think you should come up with a better plan no no it'll be fine they won't know what's going on could you imagine him pitching that to leia though all right general this is what i'm gonna do and leia's probably like nah, it'll, it'll work it'll work yeah it'll be fine i'm sure it'll be yeah I mean, Han did it when he was like, no, we're all fine here. Everybody's fine now. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> What's going on up there? Uh, nothing. It's a, it's a boring conversation anyway. It's the same gag. It's the same gag. They just stretched it. Um, so, and I am perfectly fine with that. I was, yeah, I was totally fine with it. Um, so we need to talk about Ray for a minute because we haven't yet. So Ray was great, as always. Um, some people are getting kind of mad that she's gotten zero training, yet she is now like the second most powerful Jedi in the universe. Um, if not the, and maybe she's one A to 
Kylo Ren's 1B. I mean, they seem pretty evenly matched. I mean, she was taking out those hardened, trained sentries, red-cloaked sentries. Oh, that was such a good scene. That was so cool oh, scene. Holy it was so great. crap, was that a good scene. And, and like, when she throws the lightsaber and he just turns it on and goes through the guy's face, it was great. I mean, it was so cool. But she took them out pretty easily. I mean, she's got some some skills that are kind of, where did she get them from? You know, like, how did... She, she previously had fighter skills, but that's kind of the thing, like, when she was on, I guess, what, Jakku? Yeah. Is, she, yeah, I mean, she carried a little staff around with her. I think she could handle herself. Yeah, I mean, she obviously well, had to, to growing up by herself. Here's, here's a defense of that as well. Luke Skywalker went from piloting a... T-16 back Ship. home, bullseyes and womp rats, yeah. Yeah, to making a precise shot in a fighter Fighter, plane. yeah, using space you know, magic, yeah. Using space magic. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but he had very, very few, I mean, none, really. I well, mean, it, it, as it, much as um, Ray training had. You're yeah, right. that part didn't bother me. Well, yeah, it was, again, it wasn't a bother. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. more of like, Oh yeah, okay. She's she's an excellent fighter, and and I guess you're right now that that you said that, Sam. There's actually precedent that too. Little eight year old Anakin Skywalker just jumps into a fighter and blows up a giant yeah. spaceship thing on accident. Yeah. But well, I mean, it's all about intuition and instinct. Yeah, I guess and, just the um, force just makes you a better fighter. Well, and and what I'm getting from this new trilogy too is that the force is active and always trying to remain balanced. Yeah. So if all the Jedis are dead or gone, it means that the, the, uh, the Jedi side, the, the light mm -hmm. is going to become stronger in whoever is on that side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why Ray in the force awakens could outforce Kylo Ren. Right. It's because she was pretty much the last in, you know, user yeah. of the force on that side. And that's, that's, I mean, at least that's what in my mind I'm, I'm justifying it for. And now with Luke gone, she can go ape shit, um, picking up rocks everywhere. Well, and, and everything else like that. So, and fighting these, these people, you know, she just using her instinct. And that was a complaint. A lot of people had with the force awakens is that, she starts using force powers that she didn't even know that she had because how would she know she could get that guard to do stuff for her unless someone told her? And I guess the only thing I can think of is the force just gave her an instinct. She's like, you know what? But they also know the story of Luke Skywalker and surely someone said, and then one time Luke walked in and then told his dude to do something. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe you're right. That that's one and, thing that I okay, can here's a star hang on just a second, Sam. Just think about it, put a pin in it. This is a one thing that's always kind of bothered me with Star Wars and as far as the way time works. Is like maybe because there isn't a social network in this universe where people are always connected. In that at the beginning of Star Wars A New Hope, right? I know it was the first one, nineteen seventy seven, and George Lucas hadn't maybe he didn't envision the prequels. But like they're like making fun of Darth Vader and his ancient religion. Okay, <laughs> there were Jedi less than 20 years ago, right? Like yeah. this is a real Luke is 17 years old. He was born when the, the Jedi Temple was still a lot a thing, right? So every man in that room that's laughing at Vader would have been a young officer 
during the time of the of the galactic or the Republic, right? With Jedi. So yeah. that's always been kind of weird. And now this, they're they're talking about this this thing that happened. Now Ray, I get her not knowing. She's on Jakku. I mean, she's hanging out with Simon Pegg giving her little bread caplets and things. So she's probably not aware, but Finn Finn's a soldier. Like, you know, I just found it interesting that he only knew of Han. He knew him of the as the as the war hero, and she knew him as the smuggler. I thought that was kind of funny. But anyway, that's always yeah. been kind of a weird thing. Um, what were you going to say, Sam? I, I interrupted you, poor. Um, I was going to say, probably the most, in my mind, the controversial part um, in, in terms of making me question the, the, the movie was the uh, very end with the stable boy using the force to pull a broom towards him. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been think, trying to figure out what they're trying to do. And of course, you all right, Corny? <laughs> uh, my computer's wigging out here, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Autoplay. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the only thing I can think of is, number one, they're setting up um, that there's going to be more Force users in the third movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I, I think it's that idea that now that Luke is gone, there there needs to be more of the light side of the Force to balance. And the Force, uh, you know, I think they're going back on Lucas's midi-chlorin thing and basically saying that the Force can choose whoever it wants to choose. Well, and it's... It chose... The, the Force... Cho- chose See, because I've always... I've taken from the new one that the force is everywhere. It's just that certain people can tap into it and some mm-hmm. people can't. Yeah. Yeah, yep. right. And and that's been established for, you know, seven movies now. The And what was established in the first movies, one, two, and three, is that when you are born into the world, if you are of in a civilized area, once you are getting that midi-chlorian count, they're like, oh, he could get, this child could be a Jedi – Mom and Dad, you want him to be a Jedi? Yep, okay, bye, kid, and you never see him again, right? They, they, that kid mm-hmm. then goes to become a Jedi and never knows his parents. So since that system no longer is in place, there's probably thousands of Force users in the, in the, in the galaxy that they don't have a, a system to go to to help them. So, mm-hmm. so there's this little slave kid who now has a really cool Rebel Alliance ring um, that apparently he got at the gift shop. I know where he got it from, but you know what I'm saying. Um <laughs> That that he he is the spark. He is the next generation of Jedi, and it's going to be uh, yeah. Here's my Star Trek reference, and there's going to be um, you know, I think that's why I said the next movie is going to be a passage of time. Ten years has passed, or five years since the Battle of blah blah blah, and uh, General Organa has passed away because of this. Like, there's going to be a passage of time because we need that kid to be a fighting age in order to for the payoff. Yep. Right. So, um, back to your point, Sam, about explaining too much. Like they drop, they go to the, they go to salt plains planet. Right. And they got the big door and then they drop those huge hulking ATTs there at, at walkers, which were really cool looking. And, mm-hmm. and then they drop the big gun. Do you, you don't need to tell me, Oh, it's miniaturized death star tech. Don't, yeah. You don't need to tell me that. I can tell that's a big damn gun. Aim it at the door and blow it up. You don't need to tell me that. So to your point, they got a little it well, that was a little Star Trekky. You're right. Um yep. and they did that a little bit in The Force Awakens. 
Um, you know, what's going on? Oh, the, you know, you, they go through the compressor and the thing happened and they get all mucked up and then I bypassed it. Like, like, like they got a little too Star Trekky. I mean, that's me saying that, um, in my Star Wars, but I get yeah. JJ had just come off of doing two Trek films. So maybe he hadn't kind of washed his hands of Star Wars or Star Trek yet. <laughs> you feel like, um, maybe JJ and this Ryan Johnson guy didn't really communicate as much as maybe wanted or I mean and isn't that the isn't that the big main so question though because you know it, I feel like yeah. a lot of the stuff that JJ set up in Force Awakens it didn't even without hearing the fan theories it didn't go where I thought it would go you know well to that very very that to your point I don't I don't know the answer here's what I think or here's not what I think Okay, uh, travel with me on this. And I don't think this is a leap. Marvel, we've gotten used to Marvel, right? Kevin oh. Feige and the people at Disney and his whatever, his people, they probably have a book, whether it's physical or whatever. And I don't have the stupid effing book clip, sorry. There's probably a book <laughs> that has the story arc. Here is where we're point A, point B, C, D, all the way to, to Z, right? And this is how the movies will get us there. This movie will do this, and this movie will do this. Now, things changed as things change, right? Sony's like, hey, we're going to do a Spider-Man movie. Kevin Feige goes, oh, insert Spider-Man here. Okay, oh, we're, we're going to buy Fox now? Okay, insert Logan here. So, obviously, that stuff changes as time goes on. But I've always felt like there's always been a plan for the future, right? Always. And, yeah. and I feel like this, again, it's only a three-movie arc, but you can tell from four, five, and six there was a plan. Here are the bad guys, and by the sixth movie, we all know the Empire is going to be destroyed, the Emperor is going to be killed, and Darth Vader will die yeah. somehow, right? We all knew that from the first opening crawl, right? So, But whereas in this movie, I don't think there is that, to your point, Andrew, is that there isn't... Or at least it doesn't feel like it, and we will not know until episode nine. Like, I mean, honestly, The Force Awakens, if it wasn't for the last scene, is a standalone movie. There, yeah. there's nothing in that movie, honestly, that you have to. You don't have to know who Ray's parents are. For all we know, you know I mean, I'm saying like there, there are questions that are offered, but we would be okay not having the answer. I don't care where Ma's got Luke's lightsaber from. Did she crawl through the depths of um, the Flying Cloud City? Did Lando find it, and or one of his little minion guys find it and sell it on eBay? I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. Personally, because we just complained about people explaining too much. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. But uh, so to your point, I think you're right, Andrew, that I don't think there is. I don't think J.J. or any producers. Because George Lucas has nothing to do with these. Right. And the the books that he he wrote, well, not he wrote, but he was basing them off of. (laughs) Sorry. Um, They're not using. Um, uh, the, the story arc is very different. So, so it'll be real interesting to see what JJ, how he takes what this movie offered and, and ends it with, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but until then, and I I think it's interesting, no one's mentioned yet that on, on the four of us and people have been pissed off on the internet about Luke and how he spent 
the last 30 years or 10 years on an island hanging out doing nothing. Well, here's my response to that. It's probably the same response I have. Obi-Wan Kenobi, where did Luke find him? In the desert, on a planet. Was he, was he hiding? Yep. Was he, was he training any other Jedi? Nope. Where did Luke find uh, Yoda? Hiding on a Damn. planet. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> was, it, he, was he training anybody? No. Was he doing anything? No. It, it, he's probably so every wacky. mentor that Luke had went into some sort of hiding yeah. after a Defeat. after a, a incident. So yeah. there's no, I, I have no problem with it. It's, it's kind of the Jedi thing to do, right? It really <laughs> is. <laughs> Man, that day sucked. I'm going to go into hiding. Right. <laughs> so that's my thing to do. Hell, I was going for a month. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't have a problem Sean with it. Found- so, so am, am, am I am I right? I mean, is is that what you're thinking too? It's just I'm 100 there. And Luke, I now I don't understand that complaint. And Mark Hamill even said, "I don't like what you did, but I'm I'm with you, and I'm going to do the best that I can with it." And I thought Mark Hamill as an actor was great in this movie. I thought he was really good, probably the best oh, yeah. acting he's done in years, honestly. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so that part has never bothered me. It didn't bother me then. It didn't bother me until after I saw the meme where it was like a picture of Yoda hiding on Dagobah, and I was like. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think about it about that. But yeah, that's what yeah. the Jedi do. They 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 get their ass kicked. They go and hide for twenty years, and then they train somebody. So, yep. Um, reluctantly, I'm, by the way. Reluct. You're right. Reluctantly, like Yoda made Luke go through this song and yep. dance before he went, and then it needed he needed basically Obi Wan coming in to to like basically all but smack him upside the face with the Force to to make him do it. Like Yoda, <laughs> like he had to be talked into doing it, right? Um, so, I mean, Obi-Wan was really the only one that was like, oh, let's go get, just get trained up. Let's get the little, little sphere, sphere thing and give you a, 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 I a think, weapon. I and, think there's more of an issue with Ray's increasingly adept, uh, sword skills than there would be, uh, Luke Skywalker hiding out on an island. And even yeah. then I'm, again, I, I'm with you guys. I think the force helps her. I mean, hell, the yep. force helped our blind friend from Rogue One. You know, do all that stuff. Oh, I mean, I won with the force. He was so cool. You know, the what I've heard about Luke that people have been upset about, and I can kind of see this as well, is that you know I heard people say that their their childhood was kind of changed or let down in a way because we left Episode Six thinking that. Darkness has been defeated. The evil in the universe is gone. And everything's back to, you know. But then they find out that Luke kind of just gave up on that. Or it's what it feels like. And Yeah, it, and, I, I read an, I'm right there with you, Andrew. I read an article called uh, uh, Star Wars Destroyed My Childhood. Yeah, something like that. Um, which is basically that same idea of everything we've ever grown up on was that Luke saved the universe and everything's fine. And you get to this movie and it's like our hero, the person that we idolized in the eighties and early nineties is not who we think. Yeah. You know, this, this franchise basically grew up with us and kind of turned into this cranky old guy yelling at kids to, Get, get off, off his, his island. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Or get off the lawn. Right. You know, and that's basically what he's doing to Ray. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, they did. And, but they did it with Han Solo too. He was the he was the hero of the rebellion. Then what does he do? He goes back and becomes a smuggler. He goes back to being a bad guy, basically. Until yeah, Leia, but that's, that's just Han, though. I mean, it's but I mean, just, you can't have a both character. Ways. You know, he's he's the lovable rogue. You know, we all expected Luke to be the the superhero that would uh, that saves the universe, and I, to learn that he can't and didn't. But is I guess my but my my counter argument is that Yoda is the most powerful Jedi to ever live. There's no argument; mm-hmm. he is that. And if he couldn't beat Palpatine in a in a fight in a duel while they're throwing chairs at each other in the Senate, and he decides after one fight, time to go into hiding. Like <laughs> again, I don't blame Luke for leaving. Like, I mean, Yoda, he that was one thing that always drove me kind of crazy in that movie. It's like Yoda gave up real easy. I mean, real easy. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, one fight, I, I I'm done. I lost my tiny lightsaber. Time for me to go into hiding. Like uh-huh. so. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, I don't even know how long we're into this episode. Um, <laughs> we could talk for a while. We're hour fifteen. I yeah, I mean, and this movie is it, it's. Uh, someone mentioned this. Kylo Ren. I thought I thought Adam Driver is great. He's an interesting character. Um, I, I really like him as a villain. Chest I've ever seen on a man. Do what? He's the biggest chest I've ever seen on a man. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> like I wish he would have like. Like, show me your belly button. I don't, are you human? Like, what's happening? It was kind of, that kind of weirded me out. His high. He probably has an Audi. Like he's, you know, just... maybe he's a little sensitive about. I don't know. He gets he gets naked on girls all the time and has sex there. So I don't know why he would be. I know a certain music professor that wears his pants that high, and I think it's just to hide rolls. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, speaking of which, I saw him uh, last week. What? Sorry. Really? You saw who? <laughs> I, the, the person that Andrew was referring oh, to. Oh, and you said a music professor. I, I had to think about it. You, I really thought you said mutant professor. I'm like, Professor X? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, of course <laughs> he wears pants at Harvard. But he doesn't know. Yeah, he's in, he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, I, I thought, again, I thought um, Carrie Fisher was great. Okay, here's a here's a little bit of a beef that I have. Um, Let me know. Uh, actually, I can really go for a ribeye. I'm actually really hungry still. Um, couple things. One, I, okay. So the the rebel alliance, the Re- not the rebel alliance, the resistance. You know, the republic. I mean, they're basically the republic army at this point. That's all they are. And there's that's what they are. So they have the thing where Finn goes and he attacks the, the ship, and then he, he he makes the call to send these bombers to go do uh, uh, to kill a dreadnought, which was cool. I thought it was actually a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Leia slaps him. I don't him. care if there's no gravity in space, by the way. I don't, that again, I, you, I guess you probably saw my argument. I, don't, I, don't, I I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're pushed. Like it's a mechanism that pushes them down. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> so they. Uh, so then we go back, right? So then Leia, she's in command, and she she demotes Poe, right? But like Poe has already been established that he's special, right? His X wing is different. He is a cool droid. Poe is special, right? He gets to talk to Leia in a way that no one else can that we've seen in the show, right? They they established that in the movie. So she slaps him, right? Because he did a, he did a thing. So he has to you know, learn some stuff, right? That 
not every not every decision is a, something that you have the right to make. Whatever. So then she goes into comatose, right? She has to go and recover after space her spacewalk. So Laura Dern enters, and Laura Dern is like this tight-lipped asshole the whole time. He's like, just tell us what you're doing so that we know what the plan is. Like, and the fact that she's like, nope, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to go over here and talk to Sam Neal on the phone and talk about Jurassic Park. I don't know why she has his voice. <laughs> but, like, that part, really that, <laughs> that part drove me crazy. Like, just freaking tell him what the plan is. What's the point? What's yeah. the harm? He is an officer, right? It's not like he's some lowly private pilot guy who's... Like, he has the trust of Leia. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, just tell him... Well, the plan is we're going to stall until we fuel up our transports and then we're going to make a sneak escape and and then use the main ship as bait. Great! That way you don't have to have a mutiny and waste 10 minutes of our life. It... Oh, I actually thought you were about to slow clap, Corny. I just heard a noise. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, that... slow clap, all right. I just... Yeah, it's just... We're still waiting for number two. That 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 part that that part legitimately bothered me, and then again it also bothered me. Like her whole purpose of staying, someone has to stay behind. You you realize your your job is to stay behind to die for the cause, right? Because that's everybody does this movies die for the cause. But why did you have to wait until like so many of your ships had been shot? Like that, that, <laughs> that it seemed to take a long time for her to realize something was up and for her to come up with that plan. And as soon as she turned the ship around, I leaned over to Sarah and was like. She's gonna light speed into that thing, and she did. It was great. It was so cool. Just do it sooner. Gosh, people. Um, <coughs> of course, there was the obligatory, and and I don't. I was kind of miffed about it at the second time. Um, Finn and Rose on the big ship, and basically getting knocked down as they were surrounded yeah. by stormtroopers, right? Yeah, yeah. like and speed to the ship ex machina moment. Somehow yeah. it knocked them like two football fields away from them. And yeah. and we're okay, and they just got up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And um, Finn falls down the big thing and then comes up like in Back to the Future 2 and, you know, and hits her with the thing. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong. There's a lot of ex machina happening there, but that's that's kind of Star Wars too, right? Like... Right, you know, like Han Solo ex machina. If it wasn't for him coming yeah. in the last second and saving the day, um, I so Sam, you have corny. I can't remember if you have an Andrew. I, I have no idea. Have you guys watched Firefly, the show? No. Who? Oh, I was about to say what? Yeah, of course. I know you have corny. Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched the whole thing with you. I couldn't remember. Sorry. So there's a really great episode. It's actually not a good episode. It's a, it's a, it's a good episode. It's not a great one. But there's a, there's a great moment in this one okay episode where they're being chased by a bad guy, right? And so Wash is, Wash is the pilot. He has this great idea. He's like, I'll lose him in this canyon. So he flies down in this canyon, and he's flying. He's doing all these great maneuvers. And then he looks up and realizes the bad guy's just over them, right? And he goes, oh. <laughs> right, he can just fly over me. And every time I'm in a Star Wars movie, <laughs> they go into these crazy scenarios, and it's like, why doesn't the bad guy just do that? Like, what TIE fighter pilot's thinking, I must go the exact route that they go, no matter how crazy and dangerous it is, or else, or else, right? Like, oh, Ray's going to go fly into that down Star Destroyer? 
it's a finite piece of real estate. Just pull back and wait for her to come out. Anyway. <laughs> so it, it's, when they go flying through the salt cavern to the planet, it's like, why did you have to chase them? It, they do it in every movie. And it's a cool scene and it's great and whatever, yeah. but it, it's anyway. And I do like the fact that Ray gets in the tail gunner and she's shooting. It's like, this is fun. You know, I, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, anything else? I, I was going to do some oh trivia, but I mean, I mean, we don't have to. I can skip trivia altogether. We can just keep talking, but we're an hour and 20 in. So I think we need to start wrapping. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, and then the one thing that other people have complained about is the Ray Rose relationship. And, 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 you know, did it, did it, it, was there enough on screen between the two of them that would warrant the kiss and to her to risk her life to save him? Right. And I like okay, the, so. I like the moment because it, again, like, oh, Ray's, Ray, you know, Finn's charging up his engines and he's going to go through the big gun. I'm like, oh, are we about to lose Ray? Finn? Like, I was about to get mad. Um, I was actually pissed that they didn't like, I feel like if he had done that, his, you know, how the arc of uh, his character, I it would have had been. purpose. And I think that I, yeah, what I had in my mind was, okay. Um, Han Solo, uh, Harrison Ford said that he wished his character would have died in, you know, some of the earlier films right? and wanted to wanted to sacrifice himself to be the hero. I thought, okay, that's what they're actually going to do here. And I was cool with that. Well, I would have liked to see that as he's flying towards this, you know, death star gun or whatever they call it. Right. Um, you know, instead of getting knocked over by Rose, I I would have liked to see the engine fail. Oh, just like, (laughs) right. It, it it would have been funny. Um, it wouldn't have had the sweet moment that they they came up with. I, when I saw yeah. her, when I, when the camera cuts to her hitting him in that moment, that one second that you, your brain has to realize what's happening, I thought that she was going to bounce and then deflect into the big gun, and she was going to sacrifice herself for Finn. That yeah, she was yeah. in, in love with him to the point that, but no, they they crashed whatever, and those shitty things that they were flying. Who who built those things? Good lord. Um, <laughs> They were made in Detroit. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, hashtag I don't give a about Detroit. Uh, so like, anyway, so then she's like, and and she has a great line. She, there's a payoff there where she says, "If we're gonna win this thing, it's about the people, the things that we, it's saving the things we love, not destroying the things we hate." And that's what Star Wars is all about. It's about love and redemption. Yep. You know, throughout the whole series, Luke is like. Not throughout the whole series, but from five and six, Luke's like, oh, that's my father. I'm going to try to save him. Ray's doing the same thing with, with Kylo. She's, she thinks she can feel the conflict, right? There's clearly conflict. Um, he didn't, he doesn't feel good about killing his father. He, he didn't want to kill Leia, um, but didn't really cry about it when she got blown out the, out the window. He, and he doesn't know that she survived. Um, but, but I, he didn't shoot. But That's he didn't something. shoot, and and there and and then he kills. I thought that bit with Snoke was so cool. People were so mad that Snoke is this most powerful being in the in the in the galaxy, and he can he can do Skype calls across the galaxy, but he can't see that. Like, yeah, there's still limitations to the Force. The like, second time I uh, watching this thing, I noticed that 
that that he is turning the lightsaber in his hand just the same way it's yeah. turning on the seat. So he's seeing I'm like, oh, that's how he hit it. That's how he didn't. He couldn't see it coming. Right, and it's really clever. And and again, there's still in he he could yeah. feel his his intentions, right? And but he couldn't obviously see the, the actual outcome, which was great because again, the, there's there's limitations. Even Luke and his visions, he can always tell that his friends were in pain. Or when Anakin has vision of his mom, he he could just see that she was in pain. He couldn't tell from from how or why. So I was to say uh, it could be uh, like uh, uh, I, I actually am glad I was able to put this in here, but. Uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim, where he's fighting uh, Todd, <laughs> and he goes, "I thought real hard about putting soy in this one cup, <laughs> or putting milk in this one cup." Right. Didn't. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you're you're not you're not wrong. Yeah. So anyway, um, but I I thought that the the kiss was a little awkward because frankly and honestly, I kind of felt like Finn and Ray were gonna hook up. Um, and oh, maybe. So, uh, I have a perfect explanation for that. So you're in the heat of battle. All this stuff's going on. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, of course, she thinks that something's going down. And then the kiss happens. Personally, what I would have loved to have happened, be like, oh, girl, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I don't know you like that. <laughs> well, and here's the funny thing. So they had John Boyega, who plays Finn, and uh, Lu- Lu- Lucas, whatever his name is, who plays Poe. George. Oh. And they were like, one of them guys were like, they were, and the interview was like, and it was the whole cast was there, but the two of them were there. And they asked them, they said, so in The Force Awakens, you guys, when you, when you reunite and you guys are hugging each other, that's kind of a long hug. And one of the guys was like, Poe, the guy that plays Poe is like, well, it's because my character's gay. And John was like, that's funny because I was playing it gay too. And so like, <laughs> so like the, so the actors are having like this little inside joke. So. It would be really interesting and very progressive, even in Star Wars, yeah. if the two of them hooked up at the end. And I don't know if if JJ has the balls to do that. I don't um, think Disney is going to. Is there room for that in Star Wars? I don't know. Not, they, not me. Not, I mean, just that type. Of just well, I guess there's been marriage and stuff like that. Right. I mean, there's obviously I, relationships. I don't, I don't think Disney does that. I don't think I, Disney has the balls to do it. I don't because no. I mean, Star so Trek did it. In the, no, in the most recent film, and people lost their shit over that, which was, yeah. I thought, really dumb. But anyway. Um, anyway, all right. So we're an hour and a half. I'm going to cook through some trivia here real quick. Um, there's a lot. As you can tell with a movie like this, there's going to be a lot of trivia. Um, so I'll cook through some of the thoughts. I thought that was cool. Um, Mark Hamill and Ryan Johnson revealed at the BAFTA screening that Hamill asked to play a CG character saying that he had done it before. In the film, he plays the character who puts money in the BB-8 unit at the casino. So yeah. that's that's Mark Hamill's voice grunting and making funny noises. I was hoping for one Joker laugh. That would have been great. Uh, he, well, yeah, you're not wrong. That would have been pretty cool. Um, Daisy Ridley took her dad to the, when they first started filming for this movie, where they wrapped up of The Force Awakens. And when she, when he, when her father met Mark Hamill, she asked, he asked him, "Who do you play?" Then, Ridley admitted that she uh, was uh, not sure if her father was joking. Um, oh dear! This one actually, okay, I'm gonna get a little fanboy here a little bit, but as of now, 
This is the only movie in the Star Wars universe to not feature the phrase, I have a bad feeling about this. And that kind of bothers me, and I don't know why. It kind of bothers me, too. It's literally like yeah. if, there, if, if when, when Tarantino makes this new Star Trek film, he <laughs> doesn't have someone say, uh, live long and prosper. Like, I mean, I know live long and prosper is probably more equivalent to may the force be with you, but it's something along those lines. Or maybe if Scotty doesn't say Damon Jim, I'm, or if McCoy says Damon Jim, I'm a doctor, not a whatever. If he doesn't say that, it's the same thing. It's the same equivalent. So I just thought, I don't know why that kind of bothered me. It just, it was dumb. Um, Ryan Johnson said that the porgs were a result of the puffins being native to the Skelling Islands where Octo scenes were Skellig. filmed. What? Skellig? Skellig? Skellig. Skellig? Okay, thank you. Yep. They were un- yeah, if there was a there was a short video about the island going around on Facebook and it, it is amazing. Cool. Uh, they were unable to move them as they are protected species and would have been too time consuming and expensive to edit them out of the shot, so they just turned them into freaking uh, porgs. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. They were I, I, I had zero problem with that. I thought it was kind of funny that they were all over the Falcon. Um, <laughs> the only thing I don't like about it, I think the joke went too far because it turns um, – Sam hasn't watched it. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Star Trek V. It's considered by far as the worst Star Trek film ever. Uh-huh. But they turn – in that movie, they turn the Enterprise into a punchline because everything's broken. Everything is broken. Nothing works. And it's a punchline, and it's sad. And they kind of turned the Falcon into a punchline a little bit when, like, you know, these porgs are everywhere and, like, getting into the wires and stuff. And But it didn't really bother me. It was just, like, there's only one moment. But then, holy shit, Chewie can fly. Like, oh, yeah. He was, he's a good pilot. I didn't realize he was such a good pilot. Um, oh, hey, uh, Sean, uh, I've got some good news for you. Oh, okay. The line, uh, the line uh, that, that you thought was not there. What? It is in the movie. Oh, it is? BB-8 says it. Oh, yeah, BB-8. Yeah, I thrust the trivia, yeah. BB-8. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't read that part because it's, it's still – because it's stupid because it's a cop-out. Um, but he does say it. Director might Ryan, well say a porg mentioned it. Yeah, Ryan Johnson guy. has stated in a line that's said by BB-8, but since he speaks in joy language, the line was not actually heard. And no one no one translates it. You know, why do you have a bad feeling? if? If you're going to have, if you're going to say or, that. Or, you know, I do too, or, you know. Yeah, like, this is a good yeah. plan. Why would you have a bad feeling or something like that? You're, you know, it's dumb. It's dumb. Oh, I count it. I count it. Yeah, it's a cop-out, in my opinion. Laura Dern. R2 curses all the time, so. Well, R2 does curse a lot, which is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> this one's for you, Sam. Laura Dern plays a high-ranking mm-hmm. rebel officer. They're not rebels. Again, they keep saying rebels. They're... They they kept, kept people kept calling them resistance rebels like essentially they're the republic army they're the army anyway um, and also this kind of annoyed me when Hux kept calling them rebel scum like did that, that's what the empire called them don't call them that anyway um, anyway she is a rebel officer in the movie but is probably best known as Doctor Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. <laughs> A rippling cup of water, or tea, is shown in The Last Jedi, a direct nod to the iconic cup of water from Jurassic Park. So, I'm sure you noticed that so, part, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Um, 
soundtrack great. It's still John Williams. The guy's 107. He can still write music. He's great. Um, the only thing and I there did... is something about when the scrolling script and that oh, gigantic just... note hits. It's it still Every gives time, it's a just smile on my face. Oh, it still gets you. The only thing that I was a little whatever about is that. So we got the original theme in Star Wars, you know, four, and then in Empire we got a new the Imperial March, and then in in six we got a little bit different, and then even in in seven we got something else a little bit different, right? Like like Phantom Menace we got Duel of Fates, and and then themes and variations of Duel of Fates throughout two and three. In this movie, it, it wasn't anything new. Yeah. You know, except um, a John Williams version of In the Mood at the um at the casino. Corny, I know you noticed that. That the the I, the I, casino I, band I did you did or did not? I did not notice actually. Yeah, in the casino the band is playing a, a Glenn Miller version of In the or a John Williams version of Glenn Miller's In the Mood. Glenn Miller, right? He wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, cool. So, for our... Oh, I, I didn't play that. I'm sorry. So, I'm supposed to play... Um, for trivia, I was supposed to play... And now for some more bad news. Ready? Excuse me while I whip this out. So, that's for our top three. And we're just going to re-rank Star Wars. We're just going to do our top three Star Wars movies. All right, I don't want to go through all eight of them. Nine of them. Um... Well, if you want to do top five, I'm, I'm okay with that. Whatever. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, Andrew. Um, sorry? I was zoned out for just a moment. I was making sure that Glenn Miller really didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was, was, it was him. I wasn't, yeah. I, I, I was second guessing myself. Yeah. Okay. No, hey, I mean, my, you're looking at the only guy, maybe not the only guy, but one of the only guys that had to take History of Jazz twice because I failed it the first time. So, you know, that's fair. Oh, dude. Yeah, I did. Hey, did I tell you that uh, I wrote all the papers for a buddy of mine in the History of Jazz class? Man, I should have come and, to uh, you. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Todd Wright was like, hey, uh, your insight is so good. He was like, okay, thanks. Yeah, I think I should have just gone to Todd Wright and be like, you owe me one for that thing that you made me do. I can't go into it. With the Wycliffe? Yeah. That was so bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to go... Uh, no, well, I'll just do top three. That's fine. Okay. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And... I guess... I don't know. I, I'm going to say that Rogue One and The Force Awakens are my top two, but I really can't. Like 2A and 2B? Yeah, I can't really put them in a... No, I mean, they're like one and two. I just oh. don't really know which one I like better. Interesting. Uh, Rogue One, I, I, I really like Rogue One. I did too. And I don't... I mean, there's not... There's not lightsabers. There's not a lot of Jedi in there, but there's... I don't know, there's something about the movie that I just really, really like. And I was so worried about that film when I found out who was directing it. And I thought, oh, this is going to be terrible. We're just going to have another monster movie. Right. And uh, Yeah, we talked I, about that on this show, too. Yeah, I was, I was terrified that it was going to be awful. But it was great, and I, I really enjoyed it. I honestly might put that one before Force Awakens. Okay. Um, but Force Awakens would definitely be up there, number two. 
Okay, Corn. cool. Corny? All right. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, uh, my number three as uh, The Force Awakens. My number two as uh, Star Wars and then my, or, I'm sorry, New Hope. And then my number one as Empire Strikes Back. Okay, right on. I'm with you. Sam? I've got them all listed here. So I'm going to go from best to worst. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. New Hope. Return of the Jedi. Force Awakens, which is very close to Rogue One. Um, The Last Jedi. And, you know, I don't even remember the the 312. Whatever those are. Three was the better of the first three. Okay. But the second one. um, Attack of the Clones? was. Attack of the Clones was just horrendous. I, 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 I think no, I think Phantom Menace is the worst one. That's the Jar Jar Binks. I don't know. I think it's number two. Who does number two? At least the uh, number three had the interesting Obi-Wan Darth fight. But no. And they're all shat. I mean, basically, there's a giant gap between eight and three. Oh, you mean Obi-Wan and Anakin at the end? Okay, I'm Anakin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I was like, no, yep. he, he fights Darth Maul in one, and then he also fights Darth uh, uh, General Grievous in three. Yeah, Grievous thoughts of my character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and basically, those the two scenes the the Darth Maul scene and then Anakin and uh, Obi Wan scenes are the only redeeming qualities in those two movies. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's there's other moments, but there's not a lot. I mean. No, they're, they're prequels, and it's funny, and it's because because we grew up on four, five, and six, right? And and I think I know I've mentioned this on this show, but like I had students that I worked with at UNC Charlotte that didn't know any other version other than the re-edited George Lucas versions of four, five, and six. So when I like I'll mention something like Han shoots first, they did like I had a she's like I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, like. For Christmas, she would decorate her house in Star Wars gear, and she has Star Wars PJs. And for Halloween, every year they dress up in she's Leia. Every year she's Leia. And when I mentioned Han shoots first, she had no idea what I was talking about. She didn't know that that was an edit. She has never Mm. known a Star Wars that didn't have Jabba the Hutt in A New Hope. She has never known Nub Nub, the song at the end of (laughs) Return of the Jedi. She'd never known that. She'd only known that shit version that they came out with afterwards. And when I played her the original one, she's like, oh, that's kind of silly and weird. I'm like, that's what Star Wars is. And that's why the music doesn't match what's happening on screen now. And why did they have to put Ghost Anakin for Christian Hayden? Like, Luke should literally be looking at that guy going, I don't know who you are. Who you are, exactly. Like, it makes no sense. So, anyway. Uh, my number three would be A New Hope. Number two is The Force Awakens. And number one is Empire Strikes Back. So there you go. That's my three. Um, that's it. Uh, out of ten, this is our time to do... Oh, I have a, I have a, a noise for that. Um, Wait, what's supposed to happen? Out of ten, Andrew. Unmute yourself, sir. Or not. You're still muted. Still muted. All right. Still there. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, I'm going back uh, a ways here to just. I should have done this earlier. Are uh, you looking at what you gave other Star Wars movies? You weren't with us when we did Force. No, I wasn't. I was with with uh, Rogue with, One. With Rogue One. Yeah. Did you um, find it yet? I I may like even bump Rogue One higher if we were to do it again now because uh, I don't know what I gave it. But I'll find out real quick if you want. I can't find it anywhere. Um, anyway, I. I don't know. This to me was not the movie that I wanted. It wasn't a bad movie, um, but I felt like if I don't know, I just felt like the communication wasn't there between Abrams and Johnson, and that we know of now. That we know of now, it could be, it could be, and they could have a master plan that we don't realize is there. But I just don't feel like. Do I look they like do. someone that has a plan? I want. I wanted more from Snoke uh, because if he's this, you know, badass Sith, you uh, Sith you, Lord, then you I, I, I kind of wanted more from him. You gave wanted, um, you gave it an eight, by the way. I gave it an eight. Okay. Um, I wanted more from Finn, uh, and I didn't like Rose as far as her storyline, and I felt like. Finn was kind of wasted in the movie, and Luke was a fan. I mean, like we've said, I felt like this was his best role as Luke Skywalker, <laughs> and as far as the acting, it was phenomenal. Um, but I don't know. It just didn't give me what I wanted, and maybe that's a biased opinion. But I'm not gonna knock it down too far. But I'm gonna say maybe a six point nine. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, for the record, that's exactly what you gave Justice League. Yeah, I would put this up there with Justice League. I mean, I I didn't enjoy that one, and I didn't hate it, and I'm kind of in the same place with this one. Okay, uh, it's uh, corny. Uh, I give it to you. Okay. Too wholesome for okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm gonna give it like a seven point eight. Um, it did. It did. Um, it, it did let me down the first time. So because of that, I'm gonna knock it down some point. However, it was very, very entertaining, and I still enjoyed it. I take it back. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm sorry. Bump it up to 8.2. I, okay. I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Um, uh, but, yeah, it it, it, uh, it dropped down, but um, the second viewing was much better. And it was just kind of one of those things where I, I, I we did get a different story. And I don't necessarily know if I wanted something different. But what I got was not bad. It's just maybe, you know, an acquired taste, essentially. Uh but it still turned out to be pretty good. Okay, right on. Sam. Yep. Um, I've got to say uh, it got better with the second viewing, and, and I'm wondering if it's going to get better uh, with future viewings. <laughs> and I just have a feeling that once episode nine comes around, we're going to like this one even better. Back when um, uh, Revenge, uh, uh, 
Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, thank you. Um, when Empire Strikes Back came out, there was some negative reviews, and people were like, uh, it, oh. they weren't too happy with some of the turn of events in that movie. Yeah. So I think we're going to find out that's going to be the same with this Could one. Could you imagine and, having uh, to wait three years after that cliffhanger? Shoo, right? can't imagine. Oh. Oh. But um, anyway, I think it's going to get even better with time. So I, I, I enjoyed it now, um, and I'm going to give it a good 8.2 out okay. of 10. Ooh, that was a weird noise. Um, all right, cool. Uh, I went back and looked at my Rogue One score. Uh, I gave Rogue One an 8.25. I Therefore, I, I like this movie a lot, having only seen it one time. Maybe if I watch it again, I'll like it less. I had a good time. The things that bothered me aren't that big of a deal because they're kind of things that are problems with other Star Wars movies. I love, love with open arms and hold and embrace The Force Awakens. But there's huge problems in that movie. Like, if you consume a star, your planet's going to freeze before you get to shoot the gun. So um, there's a lot of other little things like that. But, you know, whatever. I don't care. Cause yeah, it's, physics. It's, Who cares? It's Star Wars. It's Yeah, physics doesn't matter. There's space magic. Who, you know, so... Um, space Jesus. I, I'm going to give it... <coughs> sorry uh, for coughing. I'm going to give it an 8.75 because I liked it. And... I know a lot of people didn't, and and that's fine, you know. And mm-hmm. and yeah, I got a maybe a little too aggressive on Facebook with the post that I did about. Um, no, I don't think so. Well, so I was getting, I was, people are like, it just seems like people are unfair about this movie and how much they hate it and how they think it's a legitimate bad movie. You might not like it. It's not a bad movie. No, it, it it's not a. It's you, cussed, a nope. you cussed that a nun, so. It's well, yeah, I did make a. I did do my post where I was. You know the the, the the next perfect formula for the next Star Trek or Star Wars f- movie is you have to make it the same as the original trilogy, but I also want it different. There's like forty of those, and I posted that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. My point is is that um, I loved it. I, I really did. I, li- I liked it a lot, and I want to go see it again. And I can't wait. Um, that's our show. I'm going to try to wrap this up real quick because we <laughs> we're going real long and. Um, and so all I'll say is that <coughs> I'm sorry for coughing in that uh, 200 episodes is a mere six weeks away. Um, six weeks away. We're going to be doing unless something happens that we would make it miss a week, which I don't think it should. We are uh, six weeks away. Actually, something might happen. I'll talk to you guys in a minute. Um, away from episode 200. We've already gotten a lot of, I mean, actually a pretty good amount of, um, of feedback <laughs> Thank you folks, um, for doing that. For we've gotten emails and direct messages on Facebook and a Twitter or two thing. If you want a threatening letter in the mail, submit oh. a, a request for our 200th episode. Submit it, whatever the movie is. We're gonna do a very creative, scientific way of picking one at random. Um, and again, it can be new, old, whatever. You know, preferably not in the theater because then it's, you know, we have to. You know, that's that's hard to do. But something that we can either rent or just watch online would be perfect. Um, and we will review it. We'll pick it. And if we pick your movie, you get a, you could win a prize. You win a $25 gift card. We're crazy. We're literally giving you something for literally nothing for you to type us an email. That's how desperate we are. That's not what it is. Um, we just want to. No, that's pretty much it. No, we want to give yeah. back because you guys have been <laughs> awesome who listened, who have stuck with the show uh, for the last Four years, and next week when we record, we will be celebrating our four-year anniversary of this podcast, which is pretty cool. So, Boo. no, okay, Boo. 
so that's it. That's our show. Uh, so um, your emails, if you want to submit a request, go to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. Uh, you can uh, direct message me there. We have a group now, a, face, a Facebook group. If you want to go in there, it is a spoiler-full chat room. If you're going in there looking for spoiler-free discussion, wrong place. That's what normal Facebook is for. Come in. Uh, you just have to get it, you know, send the request, and I'll accept it. And uh, and then we'll chat and keep it civil. It's all fun. Uh, on Twitter is at CheapSeatCast. Uh, leave us reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, all that other stuff. And, of course, our GoFundMe.com slash CheapSeatReviews is still up and active. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, big thanks to, again, Alan last week for donating 25 bucks so that we could do Justice League. That was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, that's it. I'm, I'm Again, thank you for um, sticking with us for nearly a two-hour-long episode. If you got a long car ride, I'm sure that's hopefully this made it less painful. Maybe made it worse. I don't know. I guess it depends on what your opinion of the movie is. Uh, made it worse or not. <laughs> um, next week, what are we doing next week? I'll tell you what we're doing next week. The movie we were supposed to do is no longer streaming, so the movie we're going to do is The Prestige. We are doing The Prestige. I like The Prestige. Um, it was Prestige the other day, actually. Prestigious. Wait, what? It was Prestige the other day. Oh, cool. We're back, we're back to level one and level up some guns again. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, I'm with you. So, uh, Prestige next week. Um, and that's going to do it for us. So, on behalf of Andrew, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>